0: Military interpreters in Afghanistan might not interpret as well as they had claimed. The OED's going digital. And, it turns out, Arabic really is as hard to learn as you thought it was. But I probably didn't have to tell you that. I'm Daniel from Alta Language Services. We'll look at those stories and more on this week's installment of the Language News Report. A whistleblower at an Ohio-based contractor claims that more than a quarter of interpreters hired by the U.S. Army in Afghanistan may not be proficient in Afghanistan's languages. ABC News' Nightline reports on a current lawsuit between the contractor, Mission Essential Personnel, or MEP, and a former employee at the company. The employee... Paul Funk, who oversaw the screening of Afghan linguists at the company between 2007 and 2008, alleges that 28% of the interpreters hired during that time failed language proficiency exams, and they didn't meet government language requirements. Funk says MEP allowed cheating on language exams taken over the phone. MEP holds almost $1.4 billion in contracts supplying interpreters to the U.S. Army. The United States Drug Enforcement Administration, or the DEA, recently stirred up controversy when it sent out memos requesting the services of fluent abonics translators and interpreters. The Associated Press reports that the DEA is seeking nine abonics experts in the Southeast to help in interpreting wiretapped conversations in its drug investigations. While many linguists recognize Abanix as a language, organizations around the country have vocalized their opposition to both the DEA categorizing it as such and employing individuals to interpret it. Abonics is also known as African American Vernacular English. A Stanford University linguistics professor told the AP that hiring abonics experts may prove useful, but it'll be difficult to measure individuals' language proficiency because no standardized test for Ebonics exists today. In a move that worried countless linguaphiles and book lovers alike, Oxford University Press suggested that the long-awaited third edition of its English Dictionary may not find its way to a printer. The Associated Press reports that the next Oxford English Dictionary, or OED, may only exist digitally. Already, the online version of the OED receives 2 million hits a month, and subscribers pay almost $300 a year to access the dictionary. Sales for the last printed edition, on the other hand, which was published in 1989, have only reached about 30,000. That in more than 20 years. The chief executive of Oxford University Press recently told the Sunday Times that the next edition probably wouldn't be printed. The first complete edition of the Oxford English Dictionary was published in 1928. Google announced a new translation initiative aimed at helping increase the amount of high-quality online health information in local languages across the globe. The internet giant says its initiative, called Health Speaks, will utilize community-based crowdsourced translation of health information from English into Arabic, Hindi, and Swahili. Google's translating geographically and culturally relevant English health articles from Wikipedia using its machine translation toolkit. The company also says it will use professional human translators for a subset of more important articles. If you're a translator and you'd like to donate your time during the next few weeks, Google's donating three cents to a variety of charities for each English word translated. And in other Arabic-language news, new studies by the University of Haifa confirm what many language students already know. Reading Arabic isn't very easy. A series of studies published in the journal Neuropsychology show that the brain's right hemisphere isn't at all involved in the initial processes of reading in Arabic due to the graphic complexity of Arabic script. So, reading acquisition in Arabic is much harder in comparison to English. The study's authors explain that in Arabic, identifying the number and location of dots that's critical in order to differentiate between letters is a hard task for the right brain, since that brain hemisphere mostly uses global information in order to identify letters. The researchers carried out a series of studies comparing children's and adults' reading speed and accuracy in their mother tongues of Arabic, Hebrew, and English. The results reveal that the right brain is kind enough to involve itself in the reading process for both English and Hebrew, but unfortunately, not for Arabic. You've been listening to the Beyond Words Language News Report. This podcast is a production of Alta Language Services. Alta has 30 years of experience providing professional translation services, language testing, and language training to government agencies, corporations, and nonprofit organizations worldwide. For more information, you can visit our website at altalang.com. That's A-L-T-A-L-A-N-G.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time.